I was about 10 at the time that this happened, and even after 13 years, I feel so gross and uneasy thinking about it. My mother bought me Heelys when they had come out, and I practiced day and night to skate with them so that I could do it in public without looking silly. I remember I mastered it and was always so happy to skate around Walmart getting stuff for my mom and bringing it back to the cart while she did her shopping a couple aisles down. It made the trips go faster and I enjoyed helping. My mother had the habit of going to Walmart after 12am though because she didn't like lines and people. It was always a much more carefree feeling during that time so I didn't care. I enjoyed being out of the house. This was all very common. I say all of this because it was another 1am trip to Walmart for me and my mom. And since it was so common and so empty, she wasn't at all concerned to watch over me or where I went. She knew either I'd find her, or worst case, she'd find me in the video game section. So I was skating around just looking at different stuff in different aisles. An employee in the dishes section told me to stop skating in the store. He was a short and chubby older guy. I wasn't one to argue and I got told that often. So I say, okay. I walked into another aisle and then skated into the frozen meat section, rolling my eyes. I remember thinking how stupid it was for an employee to be upset that I had brought my Heelys into the store. When I heard some guy behind me yell, hey. I ignored it at first. My mother had just turned the corner at the far end of the long aisle and I was focused on catching up. Then the guy yells, hey you, kid. I stopped immediately and turned around. This time, it wasn't the heavyset older guy. It was a younger, skinny guy, maybe in his mid-thirties. He had short greasy black hair and some facial hair as well. He was storming up to me and immediately my stomach started sinking. Something about him just fell off. Looking back now, he looked like a tweaker. His right eye twitched slightly a few times, and even though he was looking at me, he wasn't looking me in the eye at all. His hand twitched a couple times too while he was coming up to me, and his face was slightly turned down instead of straight. I expected him to lecture me on skating, and at first he did. You shouldn't be skating in the store, he said. He didn't yell but it was very forceful in a lowered voice. Sorry, I replied. I started backing up because the sky kept advancing though, until I was backed up against one of those lower coolers that were in the middle of the Walmart aisles. He walked right up to me, literally on top of me. His whole body was just a couple inches from me. I got scared and I remember feeling so sick. I remember panicking and hoping that my mom would turn back around. I honestly don't know why I didn't yell for her. He put his hands on either side of me on the cooler and then leans in like he's trying to kiss me. I immediately looked away so his mouth just ended up a couple inches from my ear instead and he starts quietly talking to me while shifting his weight between his feet. It was like he couldn't stand still or like he was trying to decide if he should get even closer. Why are you skating here? You know that's bad right? You're going to get in trouble. All while saying this, the fucking creep was waving his head back and forth like he was trying to get an angle to kiss me. I just kept abruptly turning my head and looking at the floor. He continues, You should be a good girl. Can you be a good girl for me? Stop skating around here like that? Yeah, sorry, 
I mumbled, trying to shrink away. He kept talking for a minute or two, but I tuned him out and just kept repeating, Yeah, okay. Just willing him to quit, having made his point. He then raises one hand like he's going to cut my face. Before he could, he stops and his head snapped back. He looks off at something behind me, then drops his hand and backs away. But he backed up until he was between the two side aisles and I quickly bolted down the aisle. I could feel him watching me as I went, but I never looked back. When I got to the end of the aisle, my mom wasn't there, but an old lady was and she had been coming up the aisle towards me. I ran past her till I found my mom three aisles away. I never told my mom what happened, but I stayed by her the whole rest of the time. I felt disgusted and scared and was internally freaked out, but I didn't tell her. I don't know if I thought maybe I would get in trouble or what, honestly. But I was looking over my shoulder the rest of the time, trying to spot him. I never saw him again, not that time or any other time after. I never felt comfortable being on that side of the store again by myself. I will say in a weird twist, it did not deter me from skating in Walmart though. Just a creepy Walmart employee. I hope we never meet again and I hope you get some fucking help. So this takes place in August of last year, right before I moved to a different state for school. This story involves myself, 18 at the time, and my sister and cousin, both 14 at the time. And on the day in question, we decided to go on what we call an Uzi adventure, where we basically get in the car and drive until we find something to do. That day, we decided to go to Target, but instead of the one that we usually go to, we decided to go to a different one that was in the south end of the city we lived near. A little background about the area I lived in. I grew up most of my life outside of Detroit. The part of this area I lived in was more of a suburban downtown side of the South End. It was known for all the weird, dangerous people living down there. For example, a few months before this incident, a boy was shot walking to school by some retired firefighter for asking for directions and just this year a lady was found nude, attacked, strangled, and bitten multiple times in the face by an attacker at her apartment just down the road from the target but thankfully she survived. Anyways for some reason I still don't know why we decided to go to the south target instead of our usual one. We got there and my sister and cousins get a couple of things for school while I pick up a CD. We check out and we get out to the car when we see a green Chevy Trailblazer is now parked next to my car. I didn't notice anything besides the fact that the driver's seat was reclined all the way back. The window was slightly open and it looked like someone was sleeping in the car. My sister gets in the passenger seat and my cousin right behind her. And literally, the second she got into the car, she said, Drive. Drive now. I didn't really think much though, because she didn't sound panicked or anything. So I drive, and once we pull out to the main road, she told me that when she saw the old man lying in the driver's seat, he was jerking off to people walking past. More specifically, children and their moms walking past. My cousin then says that she saw him too, and of course we freaked the fuck out and tried to decide what to do. We ended up pulling over into a Staples parking lot and sitting there trying to decide if we should call the cops. 
My sister is crying at this point and having an anxiety attack because she thought that she would get in trouble with her parents for calling the cops. Eventually, I convinced my cousin to call 911 and put in a report because my sister was still crying about not wanting to call the cops and I suck at phone calls. Maybe a half an hour later, after the incident, we had a call from the police pretty much telling us that they found him in the car with his pants off and his tic-tac out and that he was a repeated offender and had done this apparently extremely often. They told us that we needed to come down to the station and file an official report. At this point, our parents had no idea what was going on and I'm not sure we wanted them to know, specifically my aunt, because she is known to blow stuff extremely out of proportion and would probably never let my cousin leave the house again. But now that we were gonna be at the station, we had no other choice but to tell them. So we tell our parents and my mom, dad, brother, aunt, uncle, and cousin meet us at the station. I also remember that there was maybe one or two police officers on duty that night and we had to wait a couple hours while they called the detective at his house and he ended up interviewing us in his pajamas in the fax room. Months later, I was at school in another state when I got a subpoena to come to court. We ended up having to go to court two separate times and I would have to fly home for a month or two the second time because he had appealed or something before eventually pleading guilty the second time around and he's now out on parole after pretty much serving no jail time. To end the story off, we don't go to that target anymore and the last time I heard about this was a call from his parole officer asking pretty much my viewpoint and if I had to go through therapy because of it. I guess on a lighter note, because my family and I have a warped sense of humor, we now refer to this as the pickle tickler incident. Anyways, 74 year old man we found tickling his pickle in the car to little kids and caused us to spend hours at the police station. Let's not meet again. At the time I was about five and I was living in an area of Florida that surprisingly was one of the most prevalent spots for human trafficking in the country, apart from the big cities. It's cleaned up now, but at the time I thought this area was pretty nice. My mom has never been that great, so when she took me to Target, I pretty much knew the drill. No tantrums, no asking for anything, and no wandering. I can't quite remember why we went to Target, but I remember us passing through the pillow aisle. Some part of my kid brain wanted to test out the comfort levels of all the pillows, so I kneeled on the ground and told my mom to wait. She stared at me for a few seconds and said something along the lines of, hurry up, I don't have time for this, before disappearing around the corner. I don't really think she left me there on purpose. Maybe she thought I would get scared for being apart from her and scramble quickly to follow her. I tested out two pillows before getting freaked out and I went looking for her. She had vanished. I began calling her name and I remember she told me to go to the front if I ever got lost. But the target was so big that I got confused. A woman grabbed me by the wrist. She wore a bluish green blouse and had dark hair, but I think it was a wig. It didn't look right. She started pulling me to the front of the store and I began to cry really loudly. I shouted for my mom while this woman dragged me out and we got to the automatic doors before my mom barreled out of the aisles and grabbed me out of the woman's grip. 
the woman ran out of the store quickly and I only remember this because of how my mom gripped my face and screamed at me to never walk away from her again. Even though she left me, she apparently forgot about this. After that, I never wandered, but I recently learned that targets are known for their kidnappings. Pretty strange to think what I might be doing now if that woman actually kidnapped me. Would I even be alive? Pretty sure if my mom didn't find me, a few seconds later I would have been gone for good. When I lived in the city, going to Target was a daily thing. I had to go find some pants to wear to a party, so I went to Target to see what they had and if I could find anything that I liked. I noticed this guy had walked in right behind me and every time I turned around, he just happened to be there. So I thought it was just a coincidence and maybe he was into the same stuff as I was since we always ended up on the same aisle at some point. I had walked over to the makeup to look for some new foundation because mine was gone and I just happened to turn around and he was standing right there in front of some makeup. So at that point, I knew something was up. He wasn't holding anything and was just standing around trying not to make eye contact with me every time I looked at him. I walked out to the checkout line because I wasn't feeling comfortable anymore and I had a gut feeling that if I stayed in the store that something wouldn't end up happening. He followed me over to the checkout line, again, with nothing in his hands, so he had nothing to pay for. He just stood there looking around every time I looked at him. He was acting like I couldn't see him or even feel him looking at me. I paid and grabbed my stuff and I was walking out the door, but I didn't want him to follow me to my car, so instead I walked out the other end of the store to go to the bathroom. He didn't follow me to begin with. But when I walked out of the bathroom, he was standing there, right in the men's section, looking at underwear and socks. Again, not holding a single thing, but just watching me. So I walked around some more, just to see if he would follow me again, and he did. I found a manager and pulled him to the side and whispered to him that an older man had been following me around the store the whole time that I'd been in here, and that I didn't feel safe enough to walk to my car alone, so I'd just been walking around trying to lose him. The manager told me that people have been caught trying to kidnap people for sex trafficking and they had a prior incident a couple months ago. He told me that it was smart to stay in the store. He called the police, but the guy left the store before he showed up. If you ever have a gut feeling, please listen to it. That day could have ended a lot worse for me. Creepy guy in Target, let's not meet again. So this didn't happen when I was a child, because I'm still a child. I'm a stupid teenager. It happened maybe a couple weeks ago, when my brother decided to take me and my older brother to go to Best Buy. By the time we were all in the parking lot, I realized I had forgotten my mask, and there were only two for both of my brothers. Now, since you're not allowed to go to this Best Buy without a mask on, I just decided that I would stay in the car in the parking lot. Then, because I'm indecisive, I got out and followed him. Then, because I'm still indecisive, I bailed at the last second because I didn't feel like going in and having to be around people. I turned back around and headed for the car. By this time, both my brothers were inside. I get to the car and it turns out my brother had locked it and I couldn't get inside. Whoop-de-doo. 
Now I'm stuck out in the sun of a rundown Best Buy parking lot, leaning uncomfortably against a car, completely out in the open. I couldn't go anywhere for shelter. It was a really odd, vulnerable feeling. So anyway, I had been standing there for at least a long, painful 10 minutes now, and this other old car just seems to roll right into the parking lot. As soon as I see him, I get nervous because trafficking has been reaching crazy highs around here. But I dismiss it as nothing. Obviously, he's going to park, right? Nope. He just starts circling me, driving in circles around the parking lot, looking right at me from every angle. This is when I started to panic. I didn't have my phone, so I tried to get out of the line of sight. I walked quickly to the shady side of the car and sat down behind the front wheel, knees to my chest. I could still hear him circling me, and I knew he was slowing down now. This may sound like I was just being paranoid, but I promise you that you would know that feeling if you were there. It was really creepy. So this guy is really close to where I am now and slows to a dead stop right next to the car. He opens the car door and is seconds away from stepping out when, praise God, my brother comes out from the front doors of Best Buy and calls my name, angry as hell for me being such a dumbass. This guy slams his door and takes off. I never saw that car after that. After that, we went to Best Buy because apparently they were providing masks 